What's up, buds? And welcome to the new shorty from the Earbuds podcast, the podcast where two friends talk about one album for minutes. We are your hosts, Lucas, Sade, and Drakovs, here with my co-host, Brett Moesha Hanrahan. And we're here to talk about the new Rico Nasty album. We're going to be talking about uh, every single song as we hear it or right after we hear it. YouTube's not going to let us play the fucking music, so we'll just you'll get our reactions after the fact. And then we'll talk about our favorite stuff that we heard on the record and we'll give it our ratings. Brett, are you a big Rico Nasty fan? You know, I'm I'm kind of nasty if I'm, I'm being a little, honest. I'm, I'm a little nasty, to be I, honest. I heard Anger Management. When it came out. So good. Uh, so many bangers off that one. Yes. I haven't really kept up with Rico since, but I looked at this album, uh, and it looks cool as fuck. It looks pretty cool. Um, she It looks very sexy, so I don't know what she's going to be going for on this. Kind of like a dominatrix type of situation going on. Um, <laughs> Who knows? On the album cover. But also a lot of features on this that I don't know who they are. Um, so that'll be interesting too. I, I think I've heard of, what is it? Tebow touchdown? Tizo touchdown. Tizo touchdown. I've heard that name, but aside from that, no, I don't know any of these people. Yeah. I know Marshmallow. I think that person's a DJ. Yeah. Marshmallow is kind of a weird and crazy out there feature. I feel like <laughs> you can't. You can't not have Marshmallow if you have the chance to have Marshmallow on your record. Just right. If, yeah, if Marshmallow reaches huge. out, you're like, I guess. Like, yeah. He's like, like, yeah, I'm not going to say no. I kind of have to have Marshmallow. But but it's also, he's like an EDM DJ, right? Because I've literally never heard anything by him. Yeah, he's mainly a DJ. You've heard Happier. Maybe. I want you to be happier. I want you to be... Dude, fuck you. I I'm have just... to hear this shit. I can't believe, you don't even have to, oh my god. I mean, you work in retail, man. How many times have you heard the latest fucking Drake album at work? Like, I'm sure a million times by now. No, no Drake yet. We'll see. Fucking good for you. (laughs) I'm happy for you, because I was worried. You're happier? I, I might be happier after we listen to the first track called Intrusive. On uh, Rico Nasty's new album, Las Ruinas. All right, let's, let's get, get into, into it, it, man. Yeah. Hell yeah, let's fucking go. I'm Whoa. so ready for this, dude. Not at all what I expected. Holy shit. Oh, man. It's punk. It's noisy. Uh, it's everything I was hoping that this record would be. It's like deep fucking house techno electronica stuff, like really, really loud with almost like a like a grimy, a grime under belly to it, right? Yeah, a lot of vocal effects and filters kind of coming throughout, chaotic sounding. She sounds fucking badass too. I love the line. I'm only here to smoke more blunts and spit on racist cunts. <laughs> yeah. So sorry, mom. If you're listening. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> Let's get to Vader's, dude. Let's what keep going. What an opener. Let's keep going, dude. Wow. Whew. All right. Same kind of vibe. That, yeah. <laughs> that rapper BK the Ruler, offbeat as fuck. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, that, that style is being used by way too many rappers these days, and it always throws me off. I mean, it sounds like you don't know how to rap on beat. Like, I'm... I'm it, it, that's I, I think that's almost 101, if not the first thing you fucking learn in rap school. 
is <laughs> rapping on beat, be on beat. So this whole thing of like, and it almost seems like it's on purpose. So maybe there's an artistry to it, but it's like always a half measure or a quarter beat or something off. And it really fucking drives me nuts. I, I'm not too mad at it. You know, uh, I, like it bothers me. Maybe if I listened to it too many times, like it would get on my nerves. Uh, but right now I'm just into it, man. You're I was digging? just kind of vibe and I was just digging, going with the flow. I mean, the super grimy beat and Rico's badass vocal delivery is, is what's keeping me in it, man. Let's keep this shit going. Let's go. Black punk excited for this one. I'm seeing the through line on this record so far. Every beat is super, super grimy. Uh, all the dirty, aggressive synthesizers that are going throughout the whole thing. Like, that might have been my least favorite so far on the record, but I still liked it. And I love the all the weed talk, the black lipstick <laughs> all over my fat blunt. It's a great line. I love that line. I feel like the, the group vocals or the gang vocals were really not great. Well, I, it's because you have this really fast beat that begs for like her quicker delivery, like she did on Intrusive and on Vader's. But then you you kind of you're breaking up this really quick beat with this very slow prodding vocals in the chorus, and it just kind of it might be trying to make them more impactful and like hit harder a little bit. But having this like <laughs> with like black <laughs> punk, black kind of not what I was into. No, it's a little too like. Uh, brooding and prodding or plotting is what I mean. Um, but I still liked it. I mean, uh, pretty much across the board, I'm loving the music. Like, Black Punk took two or three different turns and it didn't have to to keep my attention, but it definitely, like, I liked it. Yeah, it had a little uh, kind of switch up type airy synth with the glitch vocals at the end that I thought yeah. was pretty cool. Kind of 80s synth wavy, that bump, 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 yeah, bump, yeah. Bump, bump type of thing. Like, I dug it. I liked it. All right. Well, we got your uh, we got your boy BK the ruler here again yeah. with Tizo touchdown. I'm gonna love hearing her fucking verse on this. Let's get into it. <laughs> All right. All right. That was kind of an interesting one to me. That was a very interesting one. It was almost uh, the it it was weird to say that it's the quietest song on the record so far. Even with that <laughs> that amen break break beat, that it's just it the, it allows the drums to kind of like breathe and live. Uh, by themselves for a little bit even though there's like tons of other stuff going on in the music but those drums are front and center like that's what they want you to focus on yeah it's like there was still a lot of stuff going on there was like a lot of background noise just kind of happening at random but it wasn't as distorted as these last beats have been it was it did, right. wasn't as heavy right um the intro <laughs> kind of being this sung chorus turning into a breakbeat for the rest of the song i think was a cool a, transition yeah, it's interesting. Uh, I'm starting to think that Rico Nasty is trying to help BK the Rula break out a little bit here because she's featured on at least three songs, or maybe only just actually, maybe she's only featured on two songs on this record. But it just feels weird. Like, I don't think she's good. <laughs> um, she's repeating a lot of the lines that Rico Nasty's doing, which I know a lot of rappers like to do that. Like, they do callbacks to their, 
you know, to another verse or whatever. But yeah. really, uh, it's starting to feel like Rico Nasty signed this artist, and she's like, "I'm gonna put you on two of my songs on my new record, so you can like blow the fuck up." And it's not working for me. I've never heard of this person, so I'm just assuming that they're new to the scene. Uh, but I'm just, I'm not liking her features, so I'm glad that's the last one on the record. It's over now. Lucas. It's over. You can rest. You oh, can thank rest Christ. Easy. Let's go. Let's let's listen to fucking lady. Fucking, fucking lady. Fucking lady. All right. Yeah. Let's do it. Man, you know I'm. It's worrying, but I'm enjoying the mashup of these mu- of all the different genres that Rico's kind of bringing into this with her producers. But you just called it out, and I agree. There's a lot of hyper pop influence on this record, and I fucking hate hyper pop. So I'm surprised <laughs> at how much I like this, and I think Rico has a lot to do with it. Like, fucking lady is just a straight up like party song. Yeah, bitch, a fucking lady. It's got that. It's it's not a hard beat, but it's very active. But it's very, very yeah. chill and kind of toned back. You know, the like the snare isn't very poppy at all. It's very hollow. Yeah, seems like this album. If you listen to it all the way through, like again, like I wish we could be doing, but we can't. Uh, seems to be taking us on a little ride here because it started out really loud, really aggressive, and the last two songs, "Messy" and "Fucking Lady," have been a little more subdued and a lot of like just breakbeat stuff with nice atmospheric textural synths going on yeah but that one had the music had a little bit of like a dreamcast menu game menu yeah, sound yeah. to it so <laughs> i like it but at the same time i'm just kind of you know it's not totally my style so this record's taking a little bit of a dip for me but let's go on to one on five let's see if it picks up a little all right let's do it dude this. fucking uh, that was a nice Four on the floor, groovy. Like I do my my Brett finger yep, dance or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that it was nice. It was sexy. It yeah. was. I love that whisper delivery, especially on the chorus. Yeah, one on five, one on five, and that classic like Euro pop, like really really punchy, deep eight oh eight bass with like a really deep synth to kind of push that over the edge and make it even kind of yeah just bulky that was just a bulky fucking sound i really really liked it that that is what drake was trying to do on honestly (laughs) Nevermind, and rico nasty just did a way better job of it in two fucking minutes than drake could do in a goddamn hour or however long that fucking record was so way way better and i i love throughout this album so far rico doesn't feel the need to do an intro when one isn't needed she just gets right into some of these songs which i like super appreciate I respect it because I, I don't need the intro. Once she starts getting into it, I'm just like, yeah, I'm, I'm already in. I've already bought right. in. Yep. I already know what you're doing, yeah. man. Let's go. By the by the end of the second line, I'm just like, you, you got me hooked. <laughs> but, Brett, I got to get paid. All right. You got to get paid? Well, let's get paid, bud. Let's go to the next song. I love all the directions this album's going, man. Did not expect to hear a throwback wannabe Dr. Dre early early 90s beat <laughs> it sounds like if you just slowed an old school dre beat yeah and... it reminded me of like uh oh man it's a dr dre song specifically that he goes like i drop bombs like hiroshima uh i can't remember the the fucking name now um uh, but yeah really great i mean i feel like that beat i feel like the rock star the guys who made like grand theft auto yeah I feel like they, I just heard recently that they're going to start making a new Grand Theft Auto, like Grand Theft Auto 6, which it only took them 10 years to fucking move on from the last one. (laughs) I feel like they heard this song 
and they they got inspired to write Grand Theft Auto Six after this because this <laughs> sounds like just a really good version of a GTA Five you know menu track or something. But man, it's fucking good, and we called it, dude. Hundred Gex helped produce and write that fucking song, so we were right about their influence on this record. Oh yeah, and it's great beat, dude. Fucking great. Um, I'm just yeah, I'm just and so Rico happy is just that we Rico's chose just this such album. a. <laughs> me too, man. Me too. And Rico is such a fucking badass. Like, I am loving her. Oh, God. She's got so much, like, she's so cool, and she has all this charisma, you know? Yeah. And her different, she's able to switch up cadence, like, you know, every two lines she's or something. Versatile. She'll just Very versatile, yes. Like, I really, I'm really, really liking that last track a lot. So, yeah. let's see what Marshmallow can do on Watch Your Man. Minute oh, 56 boy. seconds. What a feature. Let's right. do this. Let's see. Ah, uh, oh, damn! I really wanted it to end with a break beat, <laughs> dude. Man, time to eat our fucking words, right? We yeah, ended up man. That I really didn't beat. want. Like, I expected it to be shit for some reason. I really didn't want to like a marshmallow beat. It was really good. It was really good. Oh God, I honestly, Rico is very, very quickly moving her way up to be one of my favorite rappers right now. Yeah, for sure. I mean, this album, I think, is going to solidify her place to for a lot of people, especially if you want to do, like, the in, in the female rapper world, if you want to, like, separate the sexes that way or whatever. But I honestly think uh, I, I could imagine a lot of people are hearing this album and getting really fucking impressed. I mean, just her range. She could talk shit with the best of them, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. braggadocious. But she's – and she is so open to – like different influences and integrating things and yeah and her voice works on all of it like it doesn't matter what style any of these songs are like she's she's able to to make it work for what she wants to do and i'm yeah dude she's she's spitting sick shit it's atrocious right now rising like the stock stock broken dude itchy (laughs) man fresh out of japan i and i also love how they keep changing up the vibes on this song yeah. They, like the break beat will come in and fade out and just like and it just cuts in half and it makes it hit so uh, fucking hard in the verses God, like so and it choice. almost it, it seems like it would be the opposite in what I, what you would expect where the the verses or the choruses are where it kind of cuts in half yeah and it lets it kind of like get really heavy and and meaty and then the in the verses it'll speed back up but they do the opposite I really liked it love it man I am excited to move on to blow me blow me blow me. Rico Nasty likes people going down on her so much, she just had to write a whole song about it. <laughs> and you know what? She deserves it. Oh, my God. And you called it, too. Like, uh, you literally said at the after Watch Your Man that she's a, one of the best shit talkers out there. And literally the first line of the song is toxic shit. Yeah. Because that's all she's doing. That's all and that song was. You was also referenced shit. fucking toxic shit. It's atrocious. Rising like the stock stock. Yeah. Stock. Right? Holy shit, dude. And what a fucking, another great beat also. Just that, that sp- broken speaker bass that, you know, gives me a fucking chub. So yeah, I'd say that. this has so far been one of the more most, like, traditional, just 808, slow, yeah. nasty beat. That's a stripper song. Like, that's, that's a, what a, yeah. there's yeah. going to be some pussy popping in that song in the, in the <laughs> strip clubs this weekend for sure. Uh, let's go on to Jungle, which is... Uh, the Rico Nasty remix, which kind of confuses me. I'm I'm a little confused too. Let's 
Maybe see what's going on there. As we listen, we'll figure it out. Who knows? Yeah, we'll look into it. <laughs> well, all right then. Okay. I mean, so this is a Fred again song. Is that kind of what we figured out? Yeah, we, this is a song that exists that it has almost 4 million plays on Spotify as of now. And I guess Rico Nasty heard it and wanted to rap over it. Uh, she felt inspired and it was fucking sick. I, I mean, if, if Rico did remix this herself, like, dang. Dude, props. Yeah, major so, props. So cool. I haven't heard the original, honestly. No, me neither. But I want I, to, though, now. It's super glitchy, which I love. Uh, when that bass kicks in, like, mm-hmm. those two times around, like, bram, 110, bram, bram. and then again for yeah. Rico's verse. It fucking, ugh. Uh, hit so hard. I mean, that song is just a John Wick fight scene waiting to happen. Right, I was thinking uh, that it's like yeah, it, like a fight in a club or something. Yes, and Rico adds so much with her vocals as well. Yeah, for sure. It was weird because it, she. It was interesting that Rico let the song kind of play out a little bit. It's not like yeah, yeah. She took the the main beat and the main structure and just rapped over where she wanted to rap. She she let them have almost like two minutes of just the song, and then she came in and started doing her thing, and it was fucking sick. Once she came in, it was really cool. <laughs> Yeah, man. Uh, I'm excited for Dance Scream. I'm honestly now, at this point, I'm excited for every song coming up. So Yeah. Like, Dance wow, Scream. Man. Let's right. do it. Let's do it. All right. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> that ended way quicker than I thought it would. I wasn't ready. <laughs> yeah, just kind of like, and up. Yeah. Well, that's another thing, too. I got to give it up for this record on all these songs. I mean, they don't overstay their welcome at all. And There's... Dance Scream... Yeah. was kind of my least favorite maybe so far what we heard so yeah that's kind of been a flyover it sounded like it was made for the radio but it's not even one of the singles <laughs> right no it, i mean on spotify it literally has zero plays so i don't know how quickly their numbers update but um yeah dance scream was just kind of it was a good dance song very very poppy it kind of shows that rico can be a pop artist as well not just a, a rapper or hip-hop artist so uh that's really interesting to hear that man like who i would not be surprised if she has a whole record later that comes out that's just a pop record where she sings yeah but uh you know not one of my favorite like definitely not the side of rico that i'm into no and i think like Nicki minaj with fireworks i feel like uh right it was fireworks that she did that was like an extremely poppy song was it fireworks i swear it was called fireworks though let me see you're not thinking of baby your firework. Probably. Well, that's Katy Perry. I know. Alright, well. Starships. Starships are meant to fly. Like people give her a lot of shit for that song. I mean, she had a pretty hard pop turn for a little bit, but I mean that's so old, it's not even relevant. Okay, well let's listen to Skullflower. That's pretty relevant. Alright, yeah, I think so. Well, they can't all be winners, Brett. Yeah, I If mean, every song on this album was amazing, it would be overwhelming. <laughs> yeah, it, it was... That one was kind of a high-end, mixed, kind of high-pitched vocal. Ah, yeah. Whatever. Very, very 100 Gex influenced on ah, the vocals. I mean, I guess. I mean, those fucking Mickey Mouse-ass vocals that Hunter Gex loves to do, like, fuck them. The chipmunk shit. I'm, I'm, I can't stand it. It had it on this song. I didn't like it. Uh, but I did like the the chill wave 
music, the the production and the mixing of all the synthesizers and the and the uh, percussion, and everything is really nice. I didn't really like that aspect of it at all. Dang. I, I thought it was a little too like tinny isn't the right word, but I feel it was like a little tinny. Yeah. It was a little too up there the whole time, and it was like uh, I don't know. The the effect on her vocals didn't necessarily help with that either. Yeah, kind of uh, pushed the tinniness to the forefront there. But let's move on to focus on me, man. I'd love to. All right. <laughs> it's interesting that they decided to package all the pop songs together on this record two two thirds of the way through. Yeah, that's what it seems, right? Like this is it's the most accessible odd. portion of the album so far. I yeah. think this one was a little better than the last two. It it agreed. Was a little I really like the music. Yeah, it was really verby, really roomy, very encapsulating, yeah. very dreamy. Yeah, I like it. And I, th- I think it makes sense, you know, where we were saying while we le- while we were listening to the song that maybe it would have been better to, to pepper these songs throughout the record rather than have all the pop tracks in a row. But then I guess it kind of makes sense when you think about it from a producer and artist standpoint where it's like, well, if they're already, they've already heard Skullflower, they've already heard... You know, the one before Skullflower, which I don't remember the name of anymore. Uh, like, they're already in this kind of, like, down-tempo pop mood anyway. Let's give them focus on me. And, and I bet you, like, I think the next one's a skit. But I bet you from here on out, it's going to be, like, back to the to the manic, crazy, hyper-pop rap that we were listening to before. Yeah, I am interested in seeing how they go about the rest of this track list. Honestly. Yeah, for sure. But again, Rico is showing that she can be a pop artist as well. And maybe she is a pop artist as well. So that's it's interesting. I didn't see that turn coming. Well, let's uh, go to Always, which says skit. Um, let's listen to a skit, our favorite parts of any rap album. <laughs> let's react to a skit. Yeah, yay. All right. Wow. Interesting. It's so not a skit. <laughs> not a skit. Thank fucking Christ. Extremely reverb heavy. It, it reminded me of those videos of like listening to Redbone, but you're in the bathroom next door and... They I gotta see those videos. It, it seems <laughs> Sounds very, hilarious. It's like very distant, and it almost seems like it, the effect I got is that Rico thought maybe it got so personal that she kind of wanted it to be distant and hard to hear and almost indiscernible. Yeah. yeah, that's actually an interesting, an interesting thought. I didn't think about that because it does seem very personal. It felt like a very emotional song, but it's really hard to understand what she's saying the whole time. So yeah, especially at the end. Yeah, especially at the end, kind of garbled. But the music, which I loved, I love that kind of coming-of-age, 80s kind of sounding music that is being used a lot now. Think like a Stranger Things emotional moment in the show. That's the type of music that this song sounds like. I I haven't watched. I haven't watched Stranger Things. You haven't seen any of Stranger Things? No, I haven't seen any of Stranger Things. <sighs> All right, we don't have time to talk about this. Let's let's move on to easy. <laughs> God, what am I gonna fucking do with you? All right. All fucking right. what? It it seems like the further we get into this album, the more personal and like deep it's getting. Yeah, I'm getting so confused. Like this album started out with her talking about people blowing her, and now it's like. <laughs> That was just a straight up like a pop punk breakup song. Yeah, it was just like an emo rap song. It, it reminded me of like Trippy Red or XSX Temptation or something like that. Right, which I dislike all of that. <laughs> Acoustic guitar and then into piano and I thought very it was, unexpected. Yeah, a nice calm moment. I I I don't 
are we even are we gonna get back into the hard beats like it might just keep it almost seems like it's been a gradient of yeah. like hard yes. to soft yeah let's see if it continues man into the dark we could really go either way with that one yeah let's get into it wow into the dark straight up took everything we've heard so far and put it in one song yeah i man i the same thing i've wished for most of my favorite songs on here i wish it was longer like i wish they did more with it she's doing what action bronson does best which is like leaving you wanting more at the end of a two and a half minute song i could keep listening to that beat and him rap about alligator you know cheesecake for fucking hours dude and Rico did a great job on Into the Dark like she does uh, combining the pop punk kind of emo Post Malone style rap with breakbeat stuff and really really loud acoustic live drums too is, is yeah. was a really cool mashup I love I love the addition of the acoustic drums on there there was definitely like a trap beat under it or at least kind of like some hi-hats or something like some kind of mix of acoustic and yeah. electronic which I thought was really cool. It uh, added a really loud punchiness and like it felt like the lives were the drums were live. <laughs> and then just like randomly these the little backup vocals at that one part where Rico just like screamed like yeah, Woo! yeah, I, yeah. I like those parts. The ad libs. <laughs> that's what they're called. The ad libs. Ad libs. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think so. I mean, brought the breakbeat in. Yeah, if you guys know what those things are called when the rappers say the things at the end, like leave it in a comment because I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> Neither of us are, clearly. Yeah, well, let's get into Chicken Nugget, man. Dude, last song on the record. This has been awesome so far. Uh, and then we'll talk about our two favorite songs and what we thought of the album. <laughs> so cute. I've got venom on you. <laughs> uh ma'am that you're right though you know as we've been listening to this album a so so obvious that they put a lot of thought behind the order of the tracks on this record very obvious and b you're totally right that the second half of this album it seems really really personal compared to the first yeah it's it's almost like rico ordered the songs in how personal and how close uh like the lyrics are to her and the music is to yeah. her and that just so happened to also mean that the hardest songs were first and the more chill accessible um personal were kind yeah, of kinda, the, end. the ones that felt very vulnerable and open and airy you know at first it started out so glitchy and loud and in your face and and i like how it kind of lost steam as it went throughout the record. And on that last track, dude, like I really love that kind of Phil Collins in the air tonight kind of <laughs> Those real instrumentation. <laughs> yeah. And like the electric wood blocks and stuff. Yeah. Uh, really, really liked it. I, I thought it was a really cool vibe to end the track with. I, I wonder if that's why it's called or, Lost Ruinus. Which means the ruins, right? Yeah, the ruins that it's like slowly Rico is maybe like kind of degrading throughout the record and like yeah, the, started the off really strong. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of slowly fading away. I, I don't know. I've been trying to, I've been thinking about what this name means for a while, but yeah, you know, I, I really, we got so many different vibes on this record, man. Let's, so let's get into our two favorite songs, man. Cause I liked a lot. There's a lot of fucking really good 
music on this. Uh, just the music yeah. alone, right? Oh, yeah. And then a lot of really good stuff from Rico and not that great of stuff from any of the features. So I definitely wouldn't say that any of my favorite songs had a feature on it, but I gotta say, it's kind of happened on the last few shorties, and I don't know if you're going to agree with me, but I think the first track is one of my favorites, Intrusive. <sighs> Intrusive? What a fucking opener, dude. I, uh, yeah, I gotta give it to Intrusive. It's one of my favorites as well. Yeah, a man. great opener, exactly what I wanted. It just And not at all what we expected, hard. right? Yeah, not at all what I expected to hear from this album at all. Having heard Anger Management, but not much else from her, god damn, like, did not expect to hear this hyper-pop, super loud, glitchy, in-your-face track to open the to, to open the album. Yeah, it's rare that you see artists, like, kind of get heavier over time, so I was expecting a more mellow record out of this thing, like you said. Yeah. Kind of a sensual, maybe, record, which is what it turned into a little more, but, like... It did. Uh, it was so cool. There were so many vocal effects. It was noisy. She was screaming. I love uh, the energy on this song. The the shit-talking was turned up to 11. Ugh. So, so abrasive, the whole thing. So, like, aggressive, and it was fantastic, man. What was your what was your second favorite song on the record? Um, well, my second favorite song... Ugh, shit. It's really tough, because I had a... There were a couple flyovers. um, There were. The ones that I really liked, I really liked. Yeah. Uh, Me too, man. It was hard to pick, right? It's it's hard to pick, man. It's... There's not just two choice nugs. Like, there's not just two favorite songs on this record. Like, a lot of the ones that I liked, I liked just as much as the other ones. You know? Yeah. I can give you mine if you're still trying to figure it out. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I'm I'm still trying to, like think i had to nail it down you know because there, there were a lot that i liked i liked messy a lot i loved gots to get paid that 90s throwback dre beat yeah. watch your man i loved the the marshmallow beat on watch your man blow me was great the jungle remix was great always was great into the dark was great chicken nugget was great like so many good ones but i had to go with one on five one on five that's one of my that's one of my like honorable mentions yeah, 105 was one of my choice nugs for sure, man. That kind of like classic Euro pop beat and music to it with like that really punchy 808 kick and the the like deep synthesizers and it almost sounded like a synthesizer halfway through the song that came straight out of like Britney Spears Toxic yeah. or something just like really fucking gritty nasty synthesizer. It was just it's such a fun song and a great one like I feel like is going to be used to put on while people are getting ready to go out and get fucking pumped up. This this was the first song where I was like, oh, okay, thank God. There's stuff on here that Lucas is going to like. <laughs> I liked so much of it, though, which I didn't expect, man. Because, I mean, we'll get into it when we talk about our readings. But, yeah, 1 to 5. Definitely, again, like, there were so many unexpected things that I heard on this album. And 1 to 5 was definitely one of those. Uh, but, man, it landed so hard. And just, like, the production and mixing on pretty much all the songs in this album, like, it was just top-notch and oh, yeah. made it so much better. Uh, well, I, I think I picked mine. Some My honorable mentions are One on Five, Got to Get Paid, oh, Jungle, man. I loved, Into the Dark was probably so my favorite song on the second half of the record. Yeah, okay. Uh, but my choice has got to be Watch Your Man, which... It was that was such a close one, dude. Like so many of these were such a close second choice nug for me. I just love how they manipulate 
the kind of vibe and the tempo. Uh, Which is so easy to do with the way they just cut the beat in half during the verses. It just makes it it's so impactful. And it works so well. And they also had so many like kind of cut and scratch glitchy vocal yes. parts to it. I loved yes. it. It it had every it ugh, it was great, but man Very grimy too. If, Super grimy the whole time. If we want to get into kind of talking about the record and our in our ratings. I'm ready. Uh what a record, man. I I yeah. am so glad we picked this one this week. As you said, production is great on the whole thing. It's so varied in all of its music and influences. Yes. Which I really didn't expect at all, honestly. I didn't expect that at all. Um, it's it, it, Rico is so varied as well, from delivery to flow to topic, where yep. she'll talk about fucking gore and, like, killing people and eating them alive to fucking nasty sex smoking weed to yeah genuine love to yes uh, like heartbreak heartbreak and betrayal and she just it, it, she just touches on everything she gets real personal i appreciate yeah. how like real it got for her on this record um, yeah for sure and it's and on this record she's shown that she has pop um stardom and her as well. Like she's not just a really good rapper, a great lyricist, and just like obviously showmanship to the fucking nines. But so this, much we so much charisma, and we heard a lot of talent that I haven't heard from Rico Nasty before. At least I don't remember. And I really do feel like she has like a pop career ahead of her at some point. If she's not already popular, I feel like she's kind oh, of popular. She is. Oh, she's very popular. I mean, pop music, like. She's a uh, hip-hop artist at this point, you know? But I think this album has shown, like, on songs, like, you know, some of the ones that we didn't like that much, but still would be really good pop songs, like Focus On Me, Skullflower, Dance Scream, like, those three songs in a row really showed that she has, like, some pop chops. Well, I hope not. <laughs> yeah, I hope we get I hope we get more of these dirty, grimy beats this really aggressive synthesizer really aggressive delivery from her even though i really loved all of the vulnerable stuff from her as well uh yeah man this album really took us in a lot of different places and we heard a lot of power pop influence on this record for sure i wonder if that's going to continue on with songs that she makes in the future because power pop is big now i don't know if it's going to always be a thing it might end up you know by the wayside of new metal and all these other kind of you know things right. that these blew up for a genres. long time. Yeah, these rising genres that didn't really stick around for long. But I was thoroughly, thoroughly entertained by this album and very impressed by it. Uh, me too, man. I I hope Rico keeps her mind open to influences. I hope she keeps changing it up. I hope she keeps experimenting. With dude, I with hope she comes out with a to. new metal record next. Oh, that would be so fucking oh, choice. Oh my! You would fucking love that. <laughs> like, I feel like she'd be into it You would it love too. that. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Like, it wouldn't surprise me at all. Or she just came out with like a, a Charlie XCX crash type album next. Like, that wouldn't surprise me at all. I I mean, who knows, man? She's got a real interesting future. I am excited to get into more of her stuff. This yes. album. Uh. <sighs> God, man, I'm going to rank this one for all the reasons we said. Uh, I like the first half a lot more than the second half. There were a couple yeah. flyovers, but even then, still always creative, always great production. 
Always surprising. Always surprising. I'm going to give this one like a 9.2. Dude, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, am I really going to rate this a 9-something? It's, but it's it's so it was just so fucking enjoyable. Like we yeah. didn't know what to expect. I certainly didn't expect to dislike it, but I this was just so much fun to listen to. Even like you said, the flyover tracks were still really really good music. Yeah. I think music wise alone, it's a nine. All the music that she picked and all the producers were top fucking notch on this. But then Rico was right there with it. She fucking made the music better. Yeah, like it was. Yeah, she always. added so so much to it. So I gotta, I gotta, I'm gonna match your score, man, because I don't want to go too fucking high and like think that I'm <laughs> just really high right now, which I am, but like enjoying it maybe a little too much. But I, I'm gonna give it a nine point three with you, dude. Like I genuinely enjoyed, really, really enjoyed this record. I mean, God, man, guys, what do y'all think? Check it out. I gotta know. Tell us what you think in the comments. I gotta know. Are you into how varied it is? Do you not enjoy... Did you want maybe a more focused record from Rico? Mm. Where do you think she's going next? Tell us in the comments. Tell us what you think. Follow us on Instagram, EVPCast, Jean-Luc Guitard, Brett Hanrahan. You can find the podcast on anywhere you find your podcasts. Or you can just find us on YouTube where we're uploading videos for all of our episodes. Yes, all of our episodes, if you enjoy our uninformed opinions, we have plenty of episodes full, chock full of uninformed opinions <laughs> and uh, misremembered references. And was, by the way, was what was it, Starlight or something, the Nicki Minaj song? Uh, Starships. Starships. Yeah, I still don't remember. I fucking, I got really high while we were recording this. But guys, thank you so much for watching. Brett, what would you rate this episode? I'm going to rate this episode a fucking ruckus create recreational, baby. Oh, That's our plug? You plug in? As well as Hot Rod 5000. Oh, my God. We are going to get sued by both of those brands. <laughs> but with that said, I think I'm also going to rate it a boner pill out of 10, like what you just put on it's the a, screen. I, it's not a boner pill. pill. It's not a boner pill. Okay. Hot Rod um, 5000 is not a boner pill. It's a vitamin supplement. <laughs> It sounds like a Municipal Waste album title. <laughs> <laughs> or like Monster Magnet. That's probably more like Monster Magnet. It's probably All right, good. buddies. Uh, 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 uh. Uh, uh, thank you so much for watching. Follow us, like Brett said. Uh, stick around. Next week, we're going to have a new episode. Tell us what you guys want us to listen to next week. It has to be a new album that's coming out that week. So let us know, and we might fucking listen to it. Brett, this was pretty fucking good. Lucas, this was fucking great. Bye! Bye! <laughs> 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 <laughs>